Reflection. What did you learn last week? Okay, last week, last week, sorry, last week, this is Evangelist uh, Sarah. Uh, last week, we look at how God listened to intercessory prayer. He said, it's crucial that our heart be clean to everyone when we go into prayer. When we have disagreements, it will affect our prayers. When we are praying, how do we classify our prayers? Why are we praying? Are we praying because we are happy? Are we praying because we are sad? Or are we praying because we are mandated to pray? Abram brother, Abram's brother's child was left for him when he died. Abram had no choice but to love Lot as his own child. Abram was held to care and to cover Lot. Lot himself was not greedy but the people around Lot was greedy. And Abraham was careful and wise to cover Lot. You ask the question, are we standing in the gap because it's our assignment? Or are we standing in the gap because we love to pray? And when we pray, are we bitter or displeased? He said, when we are displeased or unhappy, if we are not in agreement with who we are covering, the enemy will enter, you know, the righteous man's home and plunder. If we allow the enemy to enter our environment, the enemy will brutalize our home. Sometimes the seed we are carrying is not our, our own, but it's for many generations to come. And again, I'll say, it, you know, it's speak for Abraham because he got a promise, but he, Abraham, did not fulfill that promise. His son did. So, uh, sometimes we get promises, but it's not for us. It's for generations to come. So the place where, where Lot chose was like the Lord's garden, but all that glitter is not gold. Uh, the people of Sodom and Gomorrah were very wicked. But Abram, Abram had chosen a, uh, a desert that had nothing. But even though it had nothing, and it was dry, it was blessed by God. The land was blessed by God. And he said, may we fear God and humble ourselves when it comes to making choices, that we do not you know, make the wrong choice, but we just rely on him you know, to show us you know, or guide us in when we make choices. Abram interceded under that oak tree and that was where he was told that Sarah would conceive. God looks at our heart when we are making intercession. Therefore, when we go into intercession, we must be saying the truth. Uh, when Dorcas died, the people who were interceding for her 
reminded Peter of her giving because Dorcas was a giving. Uh, from what I remember in the Bible, she was a maker of purple and she gave. So when, you know, she was ill, you know, they brought it to Peter's attention. So, you know, the, you know, he would intercede on her behalf. And you talk about us, like, you know, when we run into any challenges or difficulties and we need, you know, someone to stand in the gap on our behalf to pray for us, you could always go back to our tithes, our offering, our seed, or our giving. Because, you know, there, we must have something to stand on, you know, when we make intercession for someone. And then another thing he said was the things that we say behind closed door, the enemy can hear and will use it against us. You know, so we have to be careful of, you know, what we say, like, you know, some of us have tendency, you know, tearing down others with our words and, you know, with stuff that come out of our mouth. But when we say, it, you know, sometimes nobody, you know, the people that we're talking about is not, you know, listening to us, but the enemy could hear every word that we say and he will use it against us because as you said, the, the enemy always go to court and now they have to accuse us, you know? So, the, uh, so um, you said uh, righteousness is right standing with God. And God's commandment cannot go unnoticed. When we are making intercession, God will send a prophet to correct us or a teacher to teach us. And he oftentimes says, you know, that um, prophecy, you know, doesn't hold up but the, at all times, but the word of God will. So we should not be relying on prophecy, but we, we should stand on the word of God, the written word of God. You know, and if, you know, every time a prophet comes, you know, they're telling you all good things, you know, you're going to get house, you're going to get car, you're going to have a lot of money in the bank. Then, you know, we should run because, you know, God uses his prophet to correct us. When we are going the wrong way, you know, the prophet, you know, the Lord will send a word to the prophets to, you know, guide us in the right direction that we should go or to, you know, cause us to repent for any wrongdoing, you know, that anything that we're doing that is not of God. And the teacher, like, you know, sometimes we, you know, there's a seed in us or we would say we have our calling. And some of us don't even know our calling. But, you know, the teacher nurture us and they guide us into, you know, making the right decision or to walk according to our calling, you know? So, Abram was always making intercession for his household. Abram walked in the place of the baker and the butler. Mm -hmm. Some of the prophets that we receive have to go through different trials. Um, they have to go through the valley. And he said, sometimes when we are in the valley, you know, we feel rejected. Sometimes when we are in the valley, others don't know that we are in the valley. And, um, you know, only we know what we're going through. But you said, you know, when we stay in the valley, you know, with the fear of God and we humble ourselves before God, there comes a time when he will just bring us out and everybody will see, you know, what, you know, he was doing in our life. Because sometimes when we are going through the valley, we don't even understand ourselves what is happening in our life. But God, you know, we never see God on the, you know, you know, you know, in the, in the, you know, be, you know, working out our situation on our behalf. We just see what we're faced with. So uh, we all have to realize that intercessory prayers are not easy. There came a time in Israel when the life was dim in the temple because he, uh, Eli had two sons, Hophni and Pinus, and they were taking bribes and he, he did nothing to correct them. 
So the lights were dim because the people too no longer fear God. The fear of God wasn't there. They were disrespecting God. And God sent a prophet to warn Eli of the misbehavior that was happening in his own home with his children. But he did nothing about the warning until the judgment came. You ask the question, how are we handling the truth? Are we sharing the truth? You know, even this Bible study, when we come and Bible study, are we sharing what we learn? You know, uh, Abraham persuaded God, but there was only one righteous, uh, one righteous person in the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, he bargained with God for God not to destroy that city, but they couldn't, they, uh, they couldn't find 10 righteous people in that city because as you said the city was very and as we read in the bible the city you know the people of the city were wicked you know they indulge in you know the things that are not of god so god gives promises but the promise will fulfill when we begin to walk in righteousness in the fear of god and i'll stop there amen shall we appreciate uh, evangelist sarah Okay, all right. Who else? Is everybody there? Hello? Dr. Polly. Yes, please. I'll give my reflection. All right, go on, babe. <laughs> um, so what I learned um, from last week is that when we go into intercessory prayer, our heart, has to be clean towards one another. And when a disagreement occurs between you and another person, it can affect your prayer. And when you are unhappy, when you're not happy with the people around you, whenever you pray, um, whenever you pray unhappily to God, it's as if like God won't hear, God won't listen and he won't answer because you know, you're, you're not, well in the in this kind of situation or moment so it's very important that when it comes to praying that we you know take time to like check on how we are feeling and like if there's anything that we have to fix we or with anybody we get it fixed and we apologize and so on and also you asked how is God responding to our intercessory prayer or on behalf of somebody. This is where you have to be careful that you're not bitter, angry, angry or upset because once, once you have these characteristics, once you're, and once you're praying, it's as if your prayer won't go through because at, the, at that moment, at that time, you're, you're not showing godly character traits you're displaying um, the character traits of Satan. So it's important that even before we start praying and interceding for somebody, that we take time to wash and cleanse ourselves because we don't want there to be any hindrances with our prayers. And also... You went over Abraham. 
learn more. <laughs> What's wrong with your? And, you're not getting in, uh, internet. God told me. Mm -hmm. Okay, Angelique, we can't find <laughs> we can't find Angelique. <laughs> her zoom, her zoom went to the valley. <laughs> okay. Let somebody rescue Angelique. Who will go? Hello? Is it my internet? Hello? Is everybody there? I'm here, Dr. Pauline, if you can hear me. Hello? Yeah, what about other people? Okay. Hello? Okay, let somebody start where Angelique stopped. This is serious. Everybody is on mute. All right. Okay. We can hear Angelique again. She's gone off. Okay, can somebody else give Dr. Pauline. Yes. I'm in a meeting with my family, with my mom and stuff. Who is talking? This is Andrea. Oh, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. Who else? All right. Nobody wants to talk. Okay. Okay, let's make our declaration since Angelica internet went off. She's in school, so maybe something happened on campus. All right. Welcome to the Garden of Wisdom for the Gathering of Wisdom. The Garden of Wisdom is a place where we discover and dig out the knowledge that leads and directs us on the path of righteousness to fulfill our divine destiny. Please repeat after me. I am here in the garden of wisdom. I'm here in the garden of wisdom. To gather wisdom. To gather wisdom. To drink from the well of wisdom. To drink from the well of wisdom. To receive instruction. To receive instruction. Direction. Direction. And guidance. And guidance. According to the plan and purpose, according to the plan and purpose that the Lord has predestined for my life, that the Lord has predestined for my life, I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it all in Jesus' name. I receive it all in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Um. We will continue where we stopped last week. Last week, we were looking at 
the uh, Abraham in the realms of intercession. We saw how Abraham had challenges, but because of his faithfulness, honestly, honesty, and dedication, the challenges around him did not consume him and did not destroy the plans and purpose for his life. And uh, because he was faithful in his intercessory mission for his household, the Lord heard his cry when uh, he in intercession as the Lord, in case there are uh, 50 righteous people in the city, will you destroy the city? The Lord couldn't find even up to a handful in the city. He could only find one person who was the relation of Lot. And uh, we saw how God will continue to relate to Abraham. And uh, even when there was a quarrel and the, 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 among the workers and Abraham had to choose a lonely place that looked like dry land, still that particular place that looked dry was actually the place of sources, the place of victory. Today, when we look at the land of Israel, the land of Israel is very small, yet the whole world gathers there every now and then. And the whole world is interested in Israel as the Lord has spoken. And all the nations around feel like consuming Israel, extending their, 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 their territory into Israel, and invading Israel and possessing Israel. You know, Lot has chosen the most beautiful place, yet that most beautiful place was just glittering, did not have the blessings of God. And today I want to wind back to how our delay and denial may not be a real denial and may not be a rejection, but it's just a valley. Like David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. So I want us to quickly turn our Bibles to 1 Samuel chapter two. 1 Samuel chapter two, verse 22. Many a times when we have a need and we go to God and it's as though things are not happening in our lives the way it should be. Uh, there is this uh, 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 
beautiful lady. And uh, she was among group of friends, classmates and everything. And then uh, she was very successful academically. But then when it comes to, uh, to other things, uh, she wasn't that uh, prospering. And uh, it happened that uh, when it came to job, she was the first to get a job. You know, she was doing very well. Her friends were not doing that good. But then when it came to emotional issues like marriage, having children, all her friends got married, they have children and you know, that kind of a thing. But then she wasn't married and everything. Excuse me. As time goes on, it's like everybody withdrew from her, okay? It's not deliberate, but sometimes circumstances will will create a situation where she does not fit into uh, uh, the ceremony or the activity. For instance, if every parent is taking their children out on shopping, she has no child to take on shopping. If everybody is going out as a husband and wife, she will not be able to go because she's by herself. You know, all that was happening and it was as though life was becoming very lonely and very challenging. And even her own nieces and nephews were not that coming around her. And she was helping everybody, you know, because she wanted that acceptance, she wanted that company. She was helping everybody and so on and so forth. And there were these two nieces that she, you know, decided to sponsor for college and everything. And those two nieces got married. She was not invited directly into the marriage, but she heard and she went. And I remember that um, we were in church one day and uh, a young man came out to give testimony. The testimony was that, that uh, this woman that I'm talking about was the was a chief bridesmaid in her mother's wedding. And uh, when she was born, the chief bridesmaid was her godmother. And you know, the boy narrated the story in the testimony. And she said, uh, this lady has helped a lot of people, yes, she's very lonely. And so uh, with what the, the, the lady did, she has been able to go to college, uh, university and finish and everything. And the lady helped her with job and so on. That the lady is good, but she doesn't know what is happening. And she's requesting the church to pray for the lady. And uh, the church, you know, stood up. The pastor made we, all of us to pray for the lady. The following year, this guy came out again and gave a testimony. The second testimony was that the very day she stu he stood before the congregation to ask for prayer for, uh, for his godmother, that same day, God provided 
a marriage uh, partner for the for the for the uh, godmother, and that that week was the week of their uh, no that uh, no not that week that week was the week of the dedication of the baby that this lady had. Look, the church rose up in jubilation. Jubilation, this guy came and requested prayer for the godmother who didn't have, who, who was not married, but has helped a lot of people. And, you know, and, you know, she brought the lady and the lady came and gave testimony and people were just crying, crying, crying that the, the people she has had will not even invite her to their wedding, to their ceremony, to their baby dedication, nothing. And she was crying silently, but God finally opened up for her. She was married and she said when she was going to get married, Everybody told her because of her age, she might not have a child. And here she is, she has a child and she brought the child for testimony with, uh, with, the, with the godson, okay? And it was so beautiful, so beautiful, all right? So sometimes we are in a place where we are in a valley, where it's like nothing is going to happen, where it's like you feel rejected, the people you trust are now not talking to you. They are not relating to you. They are, they, you know, it, it just gets that, 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 that loneliness setting like the case of Abraham. But you know what? In the place of intercession, God look at our sincerity, our honesty, and God uh, uh, does things in his own way, all right? Now, this passage I want us to read First Samuel chapter two, verse 22 is a very interesting story. I read, now Eli was very old and he kept hearing all that his sons were doing to all Israel. And Eli was a priest and a prophet in Israel. And how they lay with the women who were seven at the entrance to the tent of meeting. And he said to them, why do you do such things? For I hear of your evil dealings from all these people. No, my sons, it is no good report that I hear the people of the Lord spreading abroad. If someone sins against a man, God will mediate for him. For if someone sins against the Lord, who can intercede for him? But they would not listen to the voice of their father, for it was the will of the Lord to put them to death. Now the boy Samuel continued to grow, both in stature and in favor with the Lord and also with mine. Verse 27, and there came a man of God to Eli and said to him, thus says the Lord, did I indeed reveal myself to the house of your father when they were in Egypt subject to the house of Pharaoh? 
did I choose him out of all the tribes of Israel to be my priest, to go up to my altar, to burn incense, to wear an effort before me, I gave to the Lord, I gave to the house of your father, all, oh my goodness. <laughs> what an interference, one moment please. I have an, a little interference here. <laughs> Ah, this internet problem. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me take it from verse 27 again. And there came a man of God to Eli and said to him, Thus says the Lord, did I indeed reveal myself to the house of your father when they were in Egypt, subject to be to, to the house of Pharaoh? Did I choose him out of all the tribes of Israel to be my priest, to go up to my altar, to burn incense, to wear an effort before me, I gave to the house of your father all my offerings by fire from the people of Israel. Why then do you scorn my sacrifices and my offerings that I commanded for my dwelling and honor your sons above me by fattening yourselves on the choicest part of every offering of my people Israel. Therefore the Lord, the God of Israel declares, I promise that your house and the house of your father should go in and out before me forever. But now the Lord declares, far be it from me. For those who honor me, I will honor. And those who despise me shall be likely esteemed. I will stop there. You see, uh, there is a time that we provoke God to anger. I, 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 I explained the meaning of whoredom. Whoredom means spiritual prostitution. When you are doing things to please yourself in the name of the Lord, when you are doing things that looks like godly, biblical, that looks like righteous, but in actual fact, you are coming against God, all right? That is wardom. It is spiritual prostitution. Now, when you look at the way uh, 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 the Lord was leading Abraham, the Lord was giving Abraham good promises. And at the same time, the Lord was telling Abraham that whatever he is doing, he must do it, trusting that God will see him through. You see, uh, we are about to look at, um, in few days from now, a few weeks from now, we'll be looking at how Joseph interceded for his own brother. But then we need to know the genesis of Joseph's suffering. Joseph challenges. 
Joseph, uh, 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 you know, Joseph, Joseph suffering and challenges his pain. That his pain does not mean that God is no longer with him. Because Abraham also went through the same pain, similar pain. And Abraham own was worse because Abraham has not seen anybody who has been through what he's going through. The law said, whoever blesses you shall be blessed. Whoever curses you shall be cursed. If God says whoever blesses you shall be blessed and whoever curses you shall be cursed. Why are you suffering? Does it mean that Abraham has sinned against God? No, the reality of life is that you don't get to a place of promotion without a trial. You don't get a certificate of honors without going through various trials and examination. So as much as the Lord called Abraham, the Lord loves Abraham, the Lord had great promises for Abraham, Abraham had to face the reality of life, all right? And then when it came to uh, one of the sons of, 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 of Jacob, who was the second generation after Abraham. Jacob was the son of Isaac, all right? That's the second generation of, of, of Abraham. First generation of Abraham was Isaac. The second generation was Jacob, all right? Now, Jacob's time, Jacob also went through various types of suffering and he had to serve his uncle Laban in order to be able to possess the blessing. Now, why didn't God just open the windows of heaven and pour out abundance of blessing upon Jacob? Why did Jacob have to go and save his uncle Laban for 21 years before he was able to possess his possession. Jacob had so many trials on his way to Pada Aram, okay? And he even fought with the, with, the, with the angel of the Lord, all right? And the angel of the Lord pushed the, uh, his hip, okay? And, uh, and, and, uh, and, and uh, whatever, shrunk, uh, the muscle shrunk and he started leaping. If God has said you're going to be great, why are you leaping? Why will the Lord not touch your hip and cause you to start leaping? Why did he have to sleep in the wilderness and make a, 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 a stone his pillow? These are things that we don't understand. So when we are running after the prophetic word, we must come to a place where we ask ourselves, how would this prophecy be fulfilled? Is it just going to be one short deal, overnight wealth and prosperity? No. Now, out of Jacob's blessings was Levi, okay? Levi, okay? Levi was the third born of, of, of Leah, okay? Who was, and Leah was not the original wife that, uh, Jacob wanted to marry, but Leah was the one who became 
the high priest. Okay. And Leah's sons were Moses and Aaron. All right. Meanwhile, there was a time Leah Levy, uh, Levy misbehaved. All right. And yet the Lord did not forget his promises to Abraham because Abraham was faithful. Abraham was honest. Abraham did not allow environmental circumstances to change his mind, to change his heart, and did not cause him to fail. There were trials, but how he managed the trials, you know? So now, Eli was in the lineage, comes from the lineage of Levi. And Levi had been given the promise to be the priest in Israel. They carried the mantle of the priest and the prophet, combination of God's blessings. Now, his sons misbehaved. When his children misbehaved, God sends another prophet to him to warn him about his sons, okay? And uh, as much as he tried to correct them, they would not listen. And uh, we won't go into why they didn't listen for now. But the judgment came against them. Besides the judgment, God did not still remove the anointing from the house of Aaron. The house of Aaron has still regarded the priests of Israel to now. But something else happened. God extended the prophetic mission and the prophetic mantle. We, 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 are, we are looking at Hosea on Thursdays, and we see that Hosea was given a promise of salvation. So his name means, Hosea means, salvation has come. And the wife Goma, who was also a prostitute, a harlot, he was playing three major roles in that area. He was a warder, he was a whore, he was a prostitute, and he was a harlot. All right? Hall means somebody who is not stable with God, who goes from God to God to God to God, various types of worship, looking for God in the wrong place. That's a whole. A harlot is somebody who looks for money through sleeping with other men. A prostitute is somebody who makes gain from also sleeping with men. They are all in the same family, but there are different roles. But the whole place is where the danger is. And here you can see that the children of Eli were involved in both in all manner of warring, prostitution, halotry, all right? Bribery, corruption, all kinds of evil. As much as the Lord was angry from the time of, uh, uh, was provoked to anger from the time of Eli, the Lord did not take away the promise he has given to Abraham, but rather the Lord promised that a savior will come and that savior needed a place of intercession. So when 
Anna did not have a child and Anna was being mocked and teased and rejected and suffering and was interceding for the mercies of God to come upon her, for her to have a male child who would become who will become the man that God depend on when God was looking for somebody. Anna was in the temple crying to God, crying to God, crying to God and telling God, I am available. Use me, Lord. I am available. Give me that child who will stand in the gap for Israel, who will stand in the gap Oh Lord, who will stand in the gap, in the gap of the prophets, in the gap of the priests, in the gap of a judge. And another thing, Eli was also the judge in Israel. So Eli was all covering. He was the judge, he was the prophet, he was the priest. Oh my goodness, he had all the spiritual accolades, all right? And, but then here he is. His sons had dragged him into the mud. They were almost destroying what God has purposed. But because of the promise that God has given to Abraham, and because Abraham stood in intercession without failing, without allowing people's attitude and misbehavior to affect him, the Lord will have mercy. And the Lord will say in verse, uh, in verse 29, why then do you scorn my sacrifices and my offerings that I commanded for my dwelling and honor your sons above me by fattening yourself on the choices sacrifice? So you can see how God has been provoked, okay? But one thing, Abraham's sincerity. May our sincerity not die in Jesus' name. Amen. May our children not drag our sincerity with God to the mud. And may our, our sincerity, our sincerity plead for mercy before Jehovah God. So here you see something. God sent another prophet to Eli to warn him about the destruction that will come upon his, upon Eli's house, Eli's children, but not upon Israel as a whole. So sometimes, you know, I look at Israel, I look at the blessings God has promised them since the time of Abraham. Actually, since the time of Noah, because Abraham is a great grandson of, 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 of Noah, all right, of Noah. And see how the challenges of Noah came. One of Noah's sons became which decided to practice witchcraft. And Nimrod is also from that lineage that was building a tower, the, 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 the Babel Tower to go and fight God in heaven. <laughs> Funny. Nimrod was trying to go and challenge God in heaven. That's how we began to have different languages. God caused confusion in their midst. 
So in the place of intercession, we had to be stable so that as time goes on, when we do anything wrong, when our children do anything wrong, the mercies of God will not fail us. The mercies and the grace of God will not fail us. And here we are, where we see that in the place of intercession, we have to be very, very careful. You know, um, one day something happened. I was in a group then called, uh, 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 oh, what's the name of this group again? Uh, Carvery Deliverance Fellowship or something. I've forgotten the name of the group. And um, there is a guy, his name was Willie. And uh, somebody was asking so much questions because the person was angry and bitter and uh, would not want to go to church again, but the person was coming to our fellowship then. And uh, Willie didn't know anything. And Willie began to prophesy. When Willie was prophesying, uh, our leader then, Brother Cecil, also did not understand the prophecy. And when Willie, when the prophecy ceased, Cecil asks Willie, where is this kind of prophecy coming from? Willie said, I don't know. He said, my mouth is being used, but I don't understand what is going on inside. And then there was this young girl, Evelyn. Evelyn, suddenly, Evelyn has never prophesied before. Evelyn suddenly started prophesying too. And every prophecy was a direct quotation from the word of God that said, my grace is what you are enjoying. Something like that. I can't remember everything. But I remember that Willie's prophecy says, I will not destroy you because of my grace. I will not destroy you because of my mercy. I will not destroy you because of the blood that bleeds for you. Something like that. Not exactly what, but we. And uh, Cecil was angry about that prophecy that Willie gave. Now, Evelyn also didn't know anything and doesn't know why the, that prophecy came. But suddenly, Evelyn also started prophesying. Look, all our leaders were confused. We were getting prophecies that we don't understand where it came from, where we were getting that prophecy. And we were in the gardens where mosquitoes were eating up everybody. We want to go. And we hear the prophecy says, don't go. If you go, you will see what will happen to you. Wow, we were stuck in that bush overnight. And then suddenly, some other group also came to the forest to come and pray. 
And the leader of that group came to us and said, hey, you guys, you are doubting God. God is speaking. You are doubting God. Now, we became more fearful than <laughs> never before. Because now we have a stranger coming to warn us that we are doubting God. And then Cecil said, uh, please, we need you to come and explain things to us. These people are giving prophecies that we don't understand. And we need to understand this prophecy. And another prophecy came that we should not leave the gardens. We have to be here until things are settled. Now, the guy who was asking all that questions and will not go to church suddenly will own up. Until that guy confessed and started saying what was happening in his life and everything, we didn't know why we're having the trouble. And as soon as that guy confessed, another prophet also came. Look, we were there and different prophets were coming to give us different instruction and so on. And each one that came had a biblical passage. That biblical passage was what brought peace in our heart and in our mind. Because we're all teenagers. We didn't know much about the word of God. So, you know, we came to the garden to come and pray, to come and intercede for our own lives, for the ministry. We were, we were always from one village to the other, casting out demons, evangelizing and so on. But then there was somebody in our midst who was doubting God, who was confused about life. And we all suffered for that person. For that one person, we all suffered it. And so here, Israel was suffering. But there came one woman who also suffered. And her suffering was barrenness of the womb. I want us to understand something here. Intercessory prayer is not an easy work. And the prophetic word that we receive is not an easy, easy, easy utterance. Easy word that you should just be expecting it to just happen like that. Abraham was in intercession many years ago. He didn't know that one day there'll be a, a, a great grandson called Joseph who will suffer in the hand of his own brothers, in the hand of the people that were supposed to carry the blessings of Abraham. Are we all understanding this? This is deep. But unless we understand it, we wouldn't understand what we are going through in our lives, what we are going through in our ministry, in Overcomer's house. We will not understand that if there is a barren woman who is crying to God and her cry is God, give me a child that was child in the gap for your people, who will stand in the gap for your people, who will stand in the gap for your people. Because of your need, because of my need, one woman will suffer barrenness. Why is your prayer not being answered? Why is your marriage delayed? Why is your childbearing delayed? 
Because there is a cry somewhere. There is a cry somewhere. When God was sending Moses, God said, the cry of the children of, the, of Israel has risen up to me. So every now and then, there is a cry somewhere. There is a cry somewhere. And Moses was used. And you see, look at how Moses was born. Moses has to be thrown into the river because at that time, the magicians, the witches and wizards have all seen the destiny of Moses. Because of Moses, look at how many men, male children were killed. Oh, let us understand prophecy that it is not like the tea, uh, the, the, the tea that we just boil hot water and make and drink. Moses suffered because of this same blessing, because of the call upon Israel. Moses suffered. So when you see somebody going through challenge, when you see somebody whose, whose blessing is not coming the, the way it should be, save time. Don't judge the person. But rather, go before God and say, God, why? What is happening? What are we expecting? What is about to happen? The witches saw the birth of Moses. The necromancers saw the birth of Moses. The diabolical workers saw the birth of Moses. The magicians, the palmists, everybody in the satanic kingdom, the powers and principalities of darkness, they were all seeing that Moses was a type of Christ, a deliverer. And so they wanted to kill him. Moses ended up in the river, from the river into the palace of the very king who wanted to kill Moses. Why is your marriage delayed? Why is your childbearing delayed? Why are things not happening the way you expected? Why is it that everything that you have prayed for seems not to be happening the way you expect, but the people you pray for are rather enjoying the people you are praying for are prospering. And when they prosper, they cast, they, they, they cast a, 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 you know, they, they despise you, they disrespect you. The people you are groaning for think you don't have anointing. Your anointing is gone, it's dried. You have sinned against God. Hey, there is an Anna praying somewhere. There is a Joseph praying somewhere. The cry of Abraham has not come to an end. Abraham's petition is still ruling in Israel today. The cry of Abraham was for the salvation to be born. And before the original salvation was born, Hosea will come in the picture. Salvation has come. Goma had to become a prostitute because the devil did not want 
government to manifest as redemption has come. Hey, when we are praying, the devil is also praying. <laughs> when we are warring, the devil is also warring. When somebody is suffering, don't mock, don't laugh, don't pull away. Don't reject the person because you don't even know what will happen to your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren. You don't know what will happen to their marriage or their, their childbearing. You don't know. When, 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 when Abraham was interceding for Lot, he didn't realize he was also interceding for Ruth. He didn't know he was interceding for Ruth. That one day, Lord's great, 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 great grandchild by name Ruth will be married to Boaz. <laughs> God, we thank you for wisdom, the garden of wisdom, where you show us that every prophecy is not for today. We can force the tree to bear fruit, but we have to nurture the tree because all kinds of rodents will feed on that tree. All, kind of, all, all kinds of, of pests will, will, will suck from the tree's nectar. The wind will blow the tree. If the tree is genuine, it will not just fall. You see, the coconut tree is the most interesting. The coconut tree is very tall. And the waves will be shaking the tree. And the tree is still standing. Oh my God. What kind of a tree are you? That's the question we are dealing with on, on, on Sunday. What kind of seed do you bear? What kind of fruits do you bear? And now we are seeing that what makes your tree to stand like the tree planted by the rivers of living water is the trial of the sun that scourges you, the trial of the wind and the storm that blows around you, the trial of all manner of pests and rodents that feeds on you, and the trial of your faith in God. Abraham will have a trial. Didn't know that one day, one of his great, great, great grandchildren, Eli, would not have control over the situation around his children and his family. And in the midst of it, one woman who has been barren for years, and the husband went and married Penina. Penina gave birth to a lot of children, but none of those children were qualified. Were qualified to occupy this place that God needed somebody to feel. Intercessory prayer. Be careful how bitter you are. Be careful how angry you are. 
Be careful the kind of interpretation you bring into the, 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 the messages you receive. Be careful when you are hearing the word of God and you take it too personal and you are angry, you are bitter and, uh, and you feel like, no, I don't belong here. No, you belong there. You must face the trial. Because you don't know what will happen during the ages of your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, your nieces, your nephews, extended family members. Eli is an extended family member. Elkanah was an extended family member because they are all children of Abraham. Anna was an extended family member. They are all children of Abraham. But each one has a responsibility. Each one belongs to a different tribe, but all the tribes are the tribe of Israel. They are all children of Israel. Out of 12 children, out of one child, came two children. Out of two children, came 12 children. Out of 12 children, came millions and millions and millions because God told Abraham even before that one child was born, your children will be like the sand of the sea. And the Lord says, come out and look at the stars. Can you count the number of stars in the sky? So if you don't have a child, don't give up. If you are not married, don't give up. If, you, if it seems like you are not prospering, don't give up. If it seems like you don't have the best job, don't give up. Go into intercession. Pray, but make sure your heart is clean. Make sure your mind is clean. Make sure, like Abraham, when our children are fighting, don't take it personal. Be careful how you handle it. God has prophets. God has priests. God has teachers. God has different categories of people who have been assigned to occupy a certain place in our lives. Destiny is not one person's life. Destiny is a conglomerate of different people who are to fulfill different things in various places. In various places. In various places. So today, we are learning about forgiveness. In the process of forgiveness, we are seeing how the forgiveness is not just based on you, but the forgiveness that we are requiring comes from the blood of Jesus. But before Jesus will come, look at the various people that came. Hosea came before Jesus. Moses came before Jesus. So when we are having trouble, it is because the enemy has seen our destiny. He has seen the various people connected to our destiny. And he's trying to break the branches, the leaves, and destroy the seed so that we will not get to our destination. But may the Lord enable us to get to our destination. May we not fail. May we not allow what other people do against us 
to interfere with the purpose of God for our lives. We are heading towards forgiveness, but we are looking at the various levels of forgiveness, the various branches of forgiveness, the various activities that lead to forgiveness. Forgiveness is not one short deal because bitterness is not one short deal. Anger is not one short deal. Provocation is not one short deal. There is a lot of work that goes into forgiveness. Father's anger has to be dealt with. Mother's anger has to be dealt with. How we were born, our birth, our conception and birth has to be dealt with. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Abraham adopted his nephew. Is part of the process of salvation. Whom do you give salvation to? Salvation is correction. The things I used to do, I will do them no more. Salvation is love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Abraham did not have it easy. Isaac did not have it easy. He even went blind. Jacob did not have it easy. One of his legs had to be pushed in. He has to start limping. <laughs> Joseph did not have it easy. He was almost killed. He was thrown into the pit and sold into slavery. Work of intercession. Sometimes you are interceding for people you don't know. You are interceding for people you don't, you don't have relationship with you personally. But God put you together. God called you together. God assigned you into that assignment. Everybody bow down your heads and pray and say, God, let me understand my assignment. Let me not eject myself out of the right place where you have planted me. Let me not take away myself from where you have placed me. If Abraham had considered the disagreement between the servants, the slaves, and the workers, he would have possibly messed up the, 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 the plan of salvation. He saved lots despite all foolishness that was going on. He did not reject lots. So one day, Ruth, the great grants. <laughs> oh my goodness, Father, I thank you. Father, I bless you. That in the garden of wisdom, there is a lot of knowledge to be guarded. A lot of work to be done. A lot of understanding to be received. When Abraham was crying for lots, he didn't know that he was preserving the lineage of salvation. That lost children were still part of the lineage of salvation. They would not be rejected because lots, oh my goodness, 
blood belong to the blood of Abraham. It doesn't matter whether you come from Guyana or Trinidad or, or, or Jamaica or there is a lineage somewhere. We belong somewhere. You think God guided us in overcoming us for nothing? Do you know whether your great grandfather is, is my uncle? <laughs> it doesn't matter where you come from. Do you know how we are related? And then when we get to heaven, we find out that you all belong to one mansion. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory be to God. Bible studies helps us to prophesy with wisdom and knowledge and to interpret the revelation we receive every day with wisdom and knowledge. So we don't go cooking up. We want that prophecy to be manifested in our own way. No. God spoke to Abraham. That is direct prophecy. God spoke to Abraham. Who is God? What is God saying to you? Who has God appointed to speak to you? Who is mentoring you? Who is helping you? Who is training you? What are you hearing? Abraham went to different nations before he settled down in Canaan. And before God will finally bless Cana, God will take them out again before he brought them back. Father, we thank you and we bless you for the revelation of forgiveness. That forgiveness is deeper than we expect. It involves the people we are related to in different nations, different countries, different cities, different environment, that you are bringing us together in overcomers house so that the purpose of salvation will be manifested, so that our eyes will begin to see the meaning of salvation beyond the ordinary, and that we begin to respect the purpose of salvation as one major area of correction that will be corrected, will be remolded, and will be renewed and revived to walk on the path of righteousness. So that we don't run away from the place God has planted us. We don't despise the place where God has planted us. Even if we are planted in the desert like the Israelites, we will still be fruitful and multiply because we are walking in obedience. We are respecting your word and your authority. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Unmute yourself, please. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you. Amen. Amen. All right. Any question, question or reflection? If there is no question, then we go on reflection. Any question, please? 
Okay, there is no question. Can we have reflection, please? No question, no reflection. Unmute yourself, I can't hear you. Unmute yourself, please. No question. Are there people on this line or everybody's asleep? No, that's important. Okay, if there is no question, no reflection, shall we share the grace? Um, I didn't get everything because I was. If there is no question and no reflection, then we shall share the grace and close. Because I guess everybody is either sleeping, they just put on their Zoom and they are somewhere else. Um, all right, so let's share the grace then. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. be with us now and forevermore. Amen. 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 Sure. And mercy. mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we yeah. shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. 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 Good night. Good night. Good night.